please leave your name and phone number after the beep. Hey, guys. I would just want to say something out there. I'm a fan of the New York Dome. Yeah, y'all already know. What, what? Uh, uh, I'm a yeah. telephone. Fuck out of here. Let's go. What's good? Uh, what's good, everybody? What's good? What's good, everybody? What's good? What's good, everybody? What's good? What's good, everybody? Hey, hey, what's good? What's good, everyone? It's the conductor of the train, your boy DJ SJ614, and we are the New York Dolls, baby. What it do? What it do? Yes, we are coming at y'all virtually on a Friday. Yes, this was a little today earlier than our normal. Ready. So we're going to dive into the first section of our show. This is Empire State of Mind. Using some New York City slang as segment titles, Empire State of Mind is where we showcase our transparency. During this section, we like to make sure we're good, talk about what's lit in New York City, confess something that deadass blew our minds this week, and shout some people out with a yes, if they deserve it. So we're going to get into our first segment. This is You Good. You good. Yeah, I want to know, you good, Mamacita? You know, I am good. I am good. I'm always good. Thank you. Protected, guided, mm. always. Um, but yes, um, I've been good this week. Chill. Um, we met up this week, too. We met up this week. We've been hanging out with the gang. <laughs> <laughs> with the content gang. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been a good week, and I've just been focusing and schooling myself on a lot of financial shit this week, so um, mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of information in, but, you know, things I need to know. Is it true? <laughs> yes. How about you, Papa Julita? You good? Mm, I'm sorry, cute. I'm great. Um, this week has been... Yes, a high content week indeed. Um, I took Beyonce for their first run um, at the beginning of the week. Um, I was joined by, uh, well, I came, originally I was just going to stay my ass home. Mm-hmm. And then that's when he was like, oh, you know, like, are you coming uptown? Like, da da da. And I was just like, oh, God. I was like, okay. I was like, well, I'll come uptown because me and Skittles have been thrown around, um, you know, getting him to do his first run. Mm-hmm. Um, I told him that we would do it in September after we watched Britney Runs a Marathon, and we had watched it maybe like a month ago now. And mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so I was just like, all right, I was like, I'll come up town if I can get Skittles to go on a run. So Skittles agreed, released a joint, we did it, it was great, ran 20 minutes after the run. What is that? I came after the run. You came after the run. Yes, you did. Um, but it was very cute. Um, I also... You said you were? Oh, yeah. And Skittles was, was fucking locked out. Um, but I also captured uh, content from that run. So, I mean, as you already know, I started doing, like, the 614 vlog thing. Um, so that is in the YouTube verse underneath the New York Dose. So... Check that out, y'all. It's, it's, it's funny, too. <laughs> Be sure to check that out. Um, then we have the live on Wednesday, which the live was lit. But for those of y'all that listen to the live and the show, I just want to tell y'all, stop being pussy. Like, don't be on the live watching, and then when we call y'all on, y'all trying not to get on. No. Right. It is high. Right. Nah, nah, you know, I be, I be, I be one of those live spectators sometimes. I'm not trying to be on. I just want to watch. Like, no, I want all hands, all hands, nah. all that, uh, all in the back, all in the back, just like this. We're not forcing you, but you know, don't be shy. I'm okay. <laughs> 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 um, but it was lit nonetheless. Y'all always make it lit. Thank you very much. Um, then, uh, so last week we went to live for Play Out NYC. They sent me some some undergarments. Um, how that's looking? How that's looking? Very cute. Yeah, I can't. I'm gonna be 
you know, packing a couple of things from their collection when we go to LA. Okay, yeah. I could just gallop around in the Airbnb and um, just be a little slut while I'm walking around. Oh, you, you're all going to have to see my ass for the weekend. <laughs> We've seen it plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> but did a content hike. Well, yeah, did a content hike yesterday uh, with Jeff. Jeff came, well, me and Jeff and I, we went to Trailview, which is on Long Island. And uh, we packed some photo shoot gear and we was that us just like in the middle of the woods, just like doing these like photos. I was like naked and stuff like that. And then at one point uh, when the shoot was like wrapped up, it was like really dark, uh, but we were taking a couple of shots in the dark also. And then um, we just both wanted to be free. So we just both started walking around with no pants, just like nude, like, yeah, like, like villagers. Yeah. Like villagers, yeah. Like our ancestors, just like no pants, no underwear, just walking around in the dark, trying to find our way out. Um, and then. Well, I'm glad God protected you through that because if the cops would have seen two black men <laughs> just walking around, ooh. walking around, walking around with the dicks out. Um, in Long Island. Okay. But um, yeah, and then you know he dropped that sounds me. Lit. He dropped me off by Queens Bay, and then you know just all that built up um, juiciness was released with Queens Bay later that evening. Oh wow! Yeah, and um, yeah, so that was that. But beautiful, uh, it was such an enjoyable time just doing that photo shoot. Some people was like walking by, and I had also packed my um my kimono so like if i would see like branches rustling in the distance i would because like i was sometimes just in nothing but like that assless underwear or just like no pants at all so i would just hurry up and toss the kimono on and just become this like geisha in the woods and then when they pass by i would just like tear it off and be naked again like it was mad funny it was mad funny of course geisha in the woods i'm weak and then, oh, I guess I kind of said this already, but I started vlogging now on an 8614. And what is already up, or what's also up, is the Cornish Estate Trail that I had did at the beginning of the week as well. Um, so, yeah, that's my week. It's been, yeah, I can say it's been a very active week. I've been active, which is good. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been. Oh, I took the COVID test this week. Oh, yeah. How was just, that? Just to take it and just to, because, I, you know, I was, like, feeling a little itchy, itchy. Mm. And I was feeling, like, a little weird. But, you know, I, I always get sick around this time. Or, like, I always feel weird around this time because the weather chain is so abrupt. Right. Um, so I was, like, I wasn't that wary, but I was. And then, but, yeah, I took it. It wasn't that bad how people were saying, like, it goes all the way up my nose. Like, and I'm, like, it kind of went, like, back. A little bit and it was just a little like dee, 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 dee. Okay. and I did the blood test too to see if I had it back in March because remember when I had the flu um but I didn't I I'm negative <laughs> I'm a negative mommy yeah. and yeah but yeah that was the highlight of the week <laughs> I need to do that I need to go take my test too mm-hmm. um so that I can start you know I mean, I don't know who knows where the spirits are taking me, but, you know, if I want to make a, a little bit more change, you know, I need right. to take this test so I could, you know, go back right. on my scam. And <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Amazing. We're going to slide over to our next segment. This is It's Lit, where we talk about anything that's lit in New York City. It's lit. Yeah, so... um I was actually on NYC Bucklist Instagram. And I, but it's crazy because I was also looking this up the other day too. But anyway, um, there's the, you know, the Halloween jack o' lantern blaze. I always wanted to go, but I never went. Um, it's like this whole, like, big, like, art, like, glow show of like pumpkins and like carved lanterns. And it's pretty dope. It's like filled, like, in fields and, it's pretty dope. So um, it's going to open back up. It's open now. The original one's in Hudson Valley, which is like an hour from the city. But now they're opening up another location in Long Island, wow. which is also about an hour from the city. So yeah. I think that's a cute thing to do for Halloween. I, I was saying that I was, we, were planning actually, we were actually planning a trip with the girls, like a Halloween trip. And uh, we were thinking of going. So 
yes, there's going to be some social distancing like measures in place. So mm-hmm. it's going to be very limited. So y'all need to get on that if y'all going to do it. Go but the Hudson Valley, what? I said go in groups. Yeah. The Hudson Valley is going to um, be open until November 21st. And the on Long Island one opens the 2nd. So hey. I want to do it. It seems like a cute little Halloween thing. Doesn't look too scary because, you know, the lights, the glowy lights, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the neon. <laughs> lights guiding you to safety. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I would totally be down for that. That sounds lit. Right. Um, so. Amazing. All right. Well, we're going to transfer over to our next segment. This is yes. We're yes. Anybody a shout out if they deserve it. So I want to um, first and foremost give a, a yes to Nicole from Green Crumbs because she's just always listening and always supporting. Yes. And she hit me up today to let... Um, you know, that she was listening to the last episode with Jaleesa. Um, and that she felt like she knows Jaleesa now, which is just like, you know, mm-hmm. that's the point, right? That's the point of these episodes. It's our job to mm-hmm. ask the appropriate questions to make sure that the people that get invited on, you know, are exposed or whatever. So I love that. Um, and I also want to give... We want a- you to know these people. We want you to know these people. <laughs> and I also want to give a yes to... Uh, uh, wind from yes, wind. what is now, which I peeped, I peeped the rebrand, super cute, well, which is now the wind and cloud. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dope. Uh, but yes to Rick, because Rick also, uh, donated, um, some money to the New York Joes. Oh. Uh, so thank you, Rick, very much. Rick and Cloud. And Cloud. Yeah. the same account, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, 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 hello, hello. <laughs> name is half and half. <laughs> Imagine they send each other a venerable, like, you know, the request. Like. That would be me. <laughs> that would be me. Um, but yes, that's what I got. Yeah, that's, I don't have a yes, so... We're going to slide over to the second section of our show, then. This is Times Square. Yeah. And this is our second section of the show, representing the area with the pitter patter, chitter chatter, hustle, and the bustle of the city with the muscle, cuz can't nobody flex like us. And during this section, hey, wow. <laughs> We jaywalk through our segments with zero fucks given, spilling all that tea with that word on the street and giving y'all something to obsess over besides our show, of course. Yeah, so the first segment that we're going to jump into over here is word on the street. Yo, Tory Lanez. Oh, yeah, so... Did you hear the shit? I knew, I know that I peeped when he was like, yeah, I've been quiet for a long time, but now I'm gonna have to speak up or whatever. But then, then he just respectfully like he, that whole that whole fucking thing was like that, pro, that promo that build up. But it was just an album that or like a, whatever he released music, right? Like that was him talking. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't listen to any of the songs. Yeah, I definitely did not stream or nothing, but I did hear clips and basically he's like dissing. Dream Doll, just seeing like everyone who kind of like went against against him. I know he said something about Asian Doll because I saw Asian Doll's response to him. Yes, yes, Dream Doll, Kalani, JoJo, like because you know they took him off the songs, his songs, oh. and he just basically was just talking a bunch of fucking shit. Like I was just like, one, it was so fucking disrespectful in general. On top of it, even being extra disrespectful after the ruling of Breonna Taylor, and it's just yeah, like so if he crazy. wasn't, yeah, if he wasn't gonna be serious about it, that was a bad time to. <laughs> it's just bad timing, but also it's just. I mean, I want to say also he's from Canada, um, but I also want to say also he's black. So you said what? What does that mean? I, like, I, I don't know. In some weird way, I feel like, just like, I mean, I don't know what the fuck is happening in Canada. So I want to, you know, pretend like maybe he wasn't abreast about how close in proximity. No, it's all over Instagram. Like, it's all, like, he knows. I don't care where the fuck you from. Where, you, where you 
at right now. You know about the Breonna, Breonna Taylor shit. But yeah, so he had those clips out and um, yeah, he was just basically saying that he didn't do it, that she was too drunk, that she doesn't know because she was too drunk to even see it. And basically he'd said a whole lot of nothing and he was just going in on everybody else. And then here comes Kylie and he's here, like he brings up Kylie. He talked about the night. Basically he says like that she was... If if I got what I got what it said, basically that she was tight, that he was chilling, that she was chilling. There was a moment that he was chilling with Kylie alone in the pool, and she probably he's basically saying she was too drunk and she was like tripping out, but he didn't know she was tripping out and all this shit. So it kind of was like that type of thing where she probably felt that he was trying to get with Kylie, but he says it in the in the song too. He was like, I'm not going to lie. Like she is an angel. Like he calls her an angel, a baby, like he, that he was attracted, but that he would have still dipped with her. And I'm like, but mind you, he's calling bitches and hoes to everybody else. Of course, black women again, but then the Kylie, it's like an angel, a dog, a baby, a light. Like what the fuck are you? Like, it was just corny. Like, and then people in the comments are actually saying like, but it's hard though, but it's hard. And that's just like, this fucking population is just majority of it. I feel like it's really just gone. Like they're gone because one moment when Meg is putting out the video, everybody was like, defend, defend black women, defend. And then now they're like, but it sounds hard though. He went in, he went in though. And I'm just like, the music is lit. I don't fucking know. I didn't. I didn't like it. I thought it was. Yo, there was one comment I was dying that said, <laughs> "That said, nah. Why did um Tory Lanez um search in the YouTube beats like Drake like beats? <laughs> I'm dead. I'm and dead. it was really that type of feel. Definitely Drake beats. Um, and yeah, I just think it was just classless. So I couldn't even. Like honor, like who the fuck wants to honor that or wants to even think of the beat, like whatever, like <laughs> that's dumb funny. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I I never subscribed to Tory Lanes, um, and um, I mean, I don't plan to now. But also, um, I can't be hypocritical, and because I'm a huge believer in separating the artist from the art, so. I can't say that um, I'm, like, disappointed in the people that are fucking with the music that he dropped, even though he is still doing this bullshit. Um, but it's all very interesting. I, I, I'm I very curious to see how this all, how this case concludes. Um, because he's saying what? He's saying she's too drunk. That what? That she shot herself in the foot? Like, yeah, like, that's what I'm like, what is it? <laughs> Everybody thinks so she just magically shot herself. And then, you know, there's another theory that the best friend did it. But I don't believe that. I really believe it was him and his little anger problem. So. And, and, and whoever the fuck it is, rat their asses out. Like, what are y'all doing? It was him. No, but I'm saying, all right, let's let's go along with this whole him saying, oh, it wasn't me. Then who the fuck was it? Like, right. you don't have a name, nigga? Like, no, n- yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird, and it's... Tired of this horse shit. It's fucked up, but yeah, that's that. Oh, gosh. Um, okay, my word on the street... First, ooh, damn, I don't know if I have this picture anymore. Or maybe I sent it to you. But the um, Union Square clock is different now. They they reprogrammed it. And the reason why I feel like this is so devastating, I mean, for two reasons. One, for what it actually means now. And yeah, I, sorry to cut you off. I kept seeing that and I was like, what the fuck am I seeing? But I never like took the time to really understand it. I just saw like seven years. Yeah. Seven years for what? What is this countdown? <laughs> so basically what it used to do was it used to just be a fucking clock. But the way that the numbers were going from left to right, 
it was mad hard to figure out that it was a clock. Mm-hmm. But I remember there was one day in, in um, high school when I don't know who I was there with, but I was there with somebody and I was mad smack. Oh, I was there with Adam Michelli. I was there with Adam Michelli. It was an Adam Michelli night and we were both mad smack. And I was just, I just stared at it for like two minutes. And I was like, oh my fucking gosh, it tells the time. I was like, it's a clock. Because there used to be mad rumors about how it was like, the stocks and like, you know, I heard the bomb. Like it was a (laughs) (laughs) You know, then you make a mad shit. (laughs) That's OD. Mm -hmm. Um, But as of recently, it now is a clock that counts down toward climate doomsday, basically. So shit. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find it in a nutshell. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Somebody said. They're trying to give us more anxiety and fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So basically on Saturday, this, uh, like a Saturday ago, um, you know, there was a message that appeared that said the earth has a deadline and that's what displayed on the on the thing first on the ticker, and then some numbers started showing up, and those numbers represent the years, the the years, days, and hours, minutes, and seconds mm-hmm. until the deadline that um the Earth will, you know, whatever. Um, uh, like just start over, like what? So load. They're calling it now the climate clock, um, and it was created by these. Well, it was like installed by these two artists or whatever. Um, and it's going to be there until, oh, until tomorrow, until September 27th, which is climate week. Um, so ooh, they're going to take it off. But some people want it to stay there permanently though. Uh, they're trying to, they're trying to figure out a way to get it to stay there permanently. Um, but yeah, it's basically the doomsday clock. Basically there's like, because of all of the, you know, the emissions and just, negative climate shit that's happening um they basically said well a year no i said a year ago in 2018 um there was a report that global warming was going to reach uh 1.5 celsius between 2030 and 2052 and like if it continues at the rate that it's going at uh like right now right um and that's basically not something that we want to happen um, because then it means that everything goes boom in its own way, shape, and form. Um, so yeah, so that's that's that. That's that. <laughs> start carpooling, y'all. Start carpooling even more. Yeah. Go out the, the hairspray, you know, all that good shit. <laughs> I guess just also Google research how you can do how you can do your part to decrease, um, you know, like the carbon emissions and like all that. Yeah. My other word on the street is um it sounds like Quavo wanted smoke with Joe Budden. I don't know. Wait, I did see something like that. Yeah, I don't I don't with even know. Joe Budden? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it was where I feel like I sent you that too. But I don't know what the fuck happened anymore. But um some something happened where Joe was just being Joe and basically Quavo was like I'm about this life, like cut your shit, basically. Um, so that was that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I feel like I read it, but I don't know. I can't. I still can't think of like what the fuck. I mean, um, also, also, the ball drop this year is going to be virtual. Yes, saw that. Um, I always watch a virtual anyway. Very true. I'm Same never here. down there. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Um, but I know, you know, there's dozens of other people that actually normally brave that cold or come into town just to see. Yeah, yeah, wilding. Yeah, they be wilding. But I'm interested to see what that's going to look like now um without a crowd <laughs> it's gonna be thing with the and it's gonna be just a screen like going yeah it's probably gonna be a screen on the shit like with all the performances yeah 
I mean, yeah. Ooh, or like screens and, you know, in Times Square is going to be screens and people could like, you know, bait like NBA. Yeah. yeah. I feel like they're probably going to do that with people. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, um, Rihanna is extending Fenty, her Savage X wow. Fenty line, uh, to men's underwear. So I, I got to get some abs so I could, you know, start you better start tagging men. Fenty yeah. men. Yeah. Oh, or maybe I could just create my own underwear that like covers um dupas, you know? Dupas. Oh no, I mean fooders, fooders. Fupa. No, fooda. For, oh, because for guys, yeah. yeah the fat upper dick area. Don't, but yeah, we're gonna jump over to weekly obsessions. Oh. And I have been obsessed over this song called Millions that came up on my Apple R&B rotation uh, playlist. And it's called Millions by Manny Wells and, Val- and Valet. <laughs> I can't talk today. <laughs> and Wally. <laughs> Manny Wells and, and Wally. Um, it's, it's pretty cute. I kind of want to play this little snippet. Okay. Um, I just love it. It's a vibe. Um, hey. I tell you the truth all the time. It's like a Afro bean. So yeah, that was cute. That was cute. But I also heard Bryce and Tilla has some extra songs out, like in a deluxe, and I need to get on that. So y'all let us know if you heard it already, the Bryce, the new Bryce and Tiller's extra song that he put. And his deluxe, let him know if it's good down in the comments, okay? Okay, all right. Come on, I love it, I love it, I love it. Um, sorry, I'm just sending security codes to some people that I'm driving. <laughs> it's all right. Okay, so my weekly obsessions are... Where's my itinerary? Oh, this that new iOS update? <laughs> I not update it yet. Well, I was was lit about it. First of all, it's just mad. Wait, um, it's just mad fucking cute. <laughs> um, like I was beast and I was fiending, like because first of all, I was waiting for my shit to do it by itself. Right, because usually doesn't it do it by itself? Yeah, nothing was happening. And then, you know, after round two at Queensway, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. let me, you know, he was like sleeping. And I was just like, oh, let me, it just hit me. I was like, let me search for this myself. So I went into my little general settings, da, da, da. And then I saw that it, but it makes sense. Because all this week, the way that I've been falling asleep has been very odd. Normally, I'm really, like, every night, like, religiously, like, I have my phone charging as I go to sleep. It's connected to mm-hmm. Wi-Fi, da, da, da. This whole week, I've been falling asleep with my phone, like, on the other side of the room, not charged and not connected to the Wi-Fi. So maybe mm-hmm. that's why it hasn't updated on its own. But... Which is a good way to start sleeping, so I need to stop sleeping with my phone right next to me. Yeah, yeah, true, true. It has been more, like, peaceful. Um, but whatever, at Queen Bay, it was... I had it charged up, and I had it connected, and... As soon as I pushed it through, it started going through. And then I woke up, like, in the middle of the night. And I was like, I was just like, oh, oh, because I just wanted, because I'm such a gadget boy. And I was beasting. And I was just like, oh, it's like I got a whole new phone again. Like, that's my favorite part about it. But what's so good of it? Good about it. You, it's, it's just mad little things that you didn't think that you needed that they finally put in here. Like... I don't know, like, there's filters, like, there's this filter option in the text messages now, like, in the corner. So, like, it'll tell you, like, the known people messages that you have. And then, like, the I don't know, it's just like that. Um, Some of the, like, 
aside from the library that you create, they now create like their own library for all your apps so that you can find them easy just in case you don't. Mm-hmm. App library. Yeah. Um, Siri is like on her like um that fucking Iron Man suit, like whatever <laughs> that bitch's name was that he'd be talking to in there. Like she's pumped up now. Like, I don't know. It's just it's extra cute. on it. Extra on it. Like when the little like like hey Siri. You see her bubble now? <laughs> oh, look, she global and shit. <laughs> it's cute. I don't know. It's just cute. Um, all right, girl, calm down. So, yeah. <laughs> love me a good old update. And I cannot wait to, I mean, normally the new phone would have been out by now. Um, I'm ready for my upgrade. So, I'm ready to get the next hottest phone that comes out. Because when it does, maybe these Apple scammers. <laughs> Yo, they really are. But <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for the problem. Right. You um, got me. You got me. That has got got. Um, Coven. I finally finished binging Coven again of American Horror Story. Such a good season. I forgot how much I really did like it. Yeah. Um, I wish I wasn't so scared of... or I. I wish I didn't have crazy nightmares because I actually, excuse me, don't roll your eyes and look up. Look at me. I wish. (laughs) I wish I didn't have crazy nightmares. That's why I don't watch scary things, guys. Yes, it scares me because I know I'm going to have a scary nightmare. It's Because I actually like American Horror Story and like their writing and I like their visions and their sick shit. Um, I just can't watch it because it just sticks with me. That is not even scary. Coven, yes, all of them are scary. Coven is not scary. It's about witches, and they're all fun. Okay, well, they all have some moments. Life has some moments. Um, And then I also, I don't know why, I just can't get off of um, the Solange uh, when I come home visual component of the album i've just been listening to it and listening to it and listening to it um and then i got back into anime um and i'm watching or catching back up to black clover which is an amazing show and um yeah that's so oh wait um speaking of your gamer you just said anime and i just thought of your gamer ways um didn't the ps5 come out yesterday Oh, did it? I don't know. Yeah. One of my friends was waiting in line for it, and I was like... <laughs> nah, that's OD. I don't be doing that shit. I know. He was like, um, I haven't done this since high school, but, you know, fuck it. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I mean, I could have... Yeah, I, 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 like, really, really put down games, like, once um, I entered into college, because I knew shit was going to get real. And I know how addictive it is. How yeah. addictive it is for me, but um, you know, once brother born, excited for the PS5. No, not really. To be honest, I mean, I still have the PS4, and uh, there's like games on that system that I haven't even really gone through. Um, All right, you know, I just have to throw it out there for my gamers out there because yeah, no, I don't give a fuck about that. But why I got mad hype because I found Mario Kart on the app like the free game shit and i was like yo this is the closest i'm gonna get tomorrow wow. <laughs> but i actually was thinking of getting a switch like you know later on um yeah, for the old version of them yeah for the old mario that's that's just what i love yeah they do yeah. offer the the old games on there too um it's cute all right and now we take our break Right, and we are back. So, La Bodega. Here in season three, La Bodega is our third, newest, and final section of our show. There are two segments game time, where we have some fun and off the shelf, where we get a little analytical. So, we're going to dive into rules for life. Y'all already know how this goes. We have our cards drawn already, and we are going to discuss some things. So the card that was um, blindly drawn for Addy was the Life Edition. And it's, oh, interesting. Uh, it says, rules for dealing with in-laws. 
Ew, rules for dealing with in-laws. Wow. I never had an in-law. I had a fake in-law. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I just get along with everyone. <laughs> no, um, rules for dealing with in-laws. Damn. I mean, I guess it really depends how the in-law is, but I feel like for you, if you're going to meet uh, parents for the first time or like meet in-laws or hang out with in-laws for the first time, of course, number one, always be respectful. You know, even if there's some that try you or shade you, you know, you always take the higher road because at the end of the day, you know, they're the in-laws. They're the in-laws. I feel like respect, of course, to there's a level. There's a level of it. Um, What's another good one? I feel like, for me, I feel like, like you said, respect definitely plays a role. So if it's something like, oh, they don't like, let's say in some crazy world, they don't like me, right? Mm-hmm. In some I'm crazy gonna, world. In some crazy world, right? Right. I'm one of those people where at the end of the day, I'm dating you, not your parents. So for me, that doesn't really have any effect. I know like other people, they go crazy. They're like, oh, you know, if the parents don't like me, then I can't go to the family functions. That I don't know, bitch, I will still be there. I will still pop the fucks up at everything that... Dan, you one of those that still pop up? Absolutely. And um, I will just be that hated bitch on the side of the room. But guess what? I'm still with my man. (laughs) He's coming home to at the end of the night. Not his parents to me so but they made him for you exactly their job was done (laughs) they're not still making him so they can have all the multiple fucking several seats that i left in the barclays stadium um (laughs) but that's in the crazy world where they don't like me Mm -hmm. and honestly it's the rule swings the same way if they do like me like if you like me then you just make life better for yourself because Again, I'm still going to be at all the family functions and da-da-da, but now you just get the kiki with me instead of being jealous of me. <laughs> so that's my rule. Okay, yeah. Whatever that <laughs> one rule was, that's what it was. Yeah, I feel like the key is just respect, and if there is a situation where you do feel like, you know, things need to be handled differently, I feel like... Oh, this is another key when it comes to, like, if your in-laws don't like you. Your partner, they, like, they they can't be, like, I'm in the middle. Like, I'm in, like, no. Stand the fuck up, speak up, and try to find a res- resolution with your partner and your, and your family. Especially if your family is ODing, you know? Like, if you know your partner is just existing and they just don't like you because you're their favorite like, or you're their mama's girl or mama's boy and they just can't seem to let go or they don't want no other woman or guy in your life, you as the daughter or son need to step the fuck up, need to speak up to your parents. You're a grown adult now. You're about to get married. Like, you need to, like, speak up and not give the fucking lame excuse. Like, I feel like I'm torn between my family and and my partner like no say what the fuck it is and take it from there and see like you know there's always a right and a wrong in this shit you know so it's just like you're gonna have to like if someone is being treated unfairly for no reason like and sis or bro if you see that your partner is not standing up to you against their parents and you know you're not in the wrong like I don't know. You might have to want to rethink that whole shit. But. Yeah. I feel like a classic example of this is actually one of my favorite movies, um, Monster in Law. Yes. With, uh, Jennifer Lopez and Jane Fonda. That movie, hilarious, very well done. Um, but yeah, I think it definitely brings up this whole scenario. No, um, I, have, I have friends whose mother, like, like stories I heard, like that mothers ruin uh, engagements, like for their sons. Like you know, like I heard of shit like that, and I'm just like, this is kind of sick. Like absolutely not absolutely not. Um, the card that I blindly pulled is a after dark edition card, mm-hmm. and it says rules for spooning, um, which is very interesting. I would say my rule for spooning is 
know what your intentions are during the spoon and then that's how you can organize it and what i mean by that is for example organize right? it. for example last night um with queens bay one of the rounds or whatever like i was purposefully little spoon because when i'm you know like little spoon you know i know how to start i know how to start acting up to you know have a good night Mm -hmm. but and another example one of my hetero friends um that like i just you know i just if we just fall asleep in the same bed or whatever like that um i was telling him i was like look when we spoon i'm gonna have to be big spoon because anyhow i feel what you got on my backside is gonna be on and popping you know (laughs) And I'm not trying to break that boundary with this particular friend. Mm-hmm. However, you know, physical bodies is just physical bodies and they do what they do. So they together. Exactly. <laughs> so because I know what, because I have very clear intentions in both of those scenarios, I knew how to position myself for the spooning. So I would just say, yeah, my rule for spooning is know your intentions and then you will know your position. Yes. I mean, is spooning the same as cuddling? It's the exact same. Excuse me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I love a good cuddle. But I think, like you mentioned, there are different levels of, like, there's the spooning right before you're about to do something that you know. Mm. And then there's that spooning after, you know, if if you allow the spooning. You know, there's that spooning after, which is usually my fave. And then there's, like, you know, if you do stay there a little bit longer, there's that in between, like, oh, watching Netflix, spooning, you know. Yes. So I just feel like, yes, I think I agree with you, like, knowing which the intention of each spoon. And also just um, really claim your spot as which which type of spoon are you at, you know, and also teach teach them too, like how you like to be cuddled, you yeah. know. Each one, teach one. Because they be sometimes they be doing the hand over your neck, and you're like, no, my neck, like I need the hand down here, you know. <laughs> yeah, mad. So you know, don't be afraid to direct how you want to be spooned. Yeah, yeah, nah, for sure, for sure. Um, Amazing. All right. We're going to move over to the last segment of the show. This is Off the Shelf, where we discuss some gems that we've extracted from other media outlets and hopes that we can pass on the wisdom to you folks or that you will simply continue the discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wanted to discuss... Uh, I was listening to Small Doses, again, by Amanda Seals, and the, the recent episode that she was listening, that she was that I was listening to was called Side Effects of Self-Care or something like that. And it was a really great episode. Although toward the end of it, she started just listing off all these different ways that, you know, you can take care of yourself. And uh, one of the ways that she listed that I really liked was she basically said that um, you should help yourself by letting others know how they can help you. so you know i and i and i love this type of language because i have um friends that are able to go hey i'm in there because you know she was talking about being depressed and things like that Mm -hmm. um and i have friends that are able to be like hey i'm feeling this way right now this is how i need you to show up and i love that because as much clairvoyance that i have i'm not an exact mind reader so and i also it's just and it's also not in my natural nature to show up for people um, in affectionate types of ways, if that makes sense. Um, Maybe it has something to do with the fact that I'm an only child and I've ever had to show up for myself. So I'm not having to do it for others. However, that doesn't mean that I'm not able to or that I don't want to. It's just that it's not at the forefront of my mind to do so. So like when I do reach out to people, you know, it might be something minuscule for them, but it's a big deal for me because I'm making a very conscious effort to go, let me check up on this person, you know? Um, Cause I'm very like, shit, they don't say nothing to me, then that must be going on. You know what I mean? Um, but 
I like that. She said, you know, let help yourself by letting others know how they can help you. Mm-hmm. And she was also saying, what are your pockets of joy? Um, whatever your pockets of joy are, tell your friends so that they can remind you of them when you're not in your best place. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because I kind of had a conversation like that a while ago with a different friend when I was just like, um, she didn't even tell me her pockets of joys, but I was just like, hey, look, this is the kind of friend that I am. This is the kind of friend that I'm not. Whenever you're feeling shitty, just know that you can always come to me for the laugh. Like, I am the friend, and I feel like everybody knows this by now, but I'm the friend that you can come to for the laugh when you're feeling shitty. I'm not the one that you, I mean, you still can because, you know, like, I'll do my best, but I should not be the first recommendation for when you're like crying, you know what I'm saying? Because I just don't handle it appropriately. Um, I blame RJ for that, but um, (laughs) yeah. So yeah, I just really like that. You're one of those there, there people. Ooh, you'd be lucky if you get that. Yeah, there, there. I'm I'm one of those just like, let's just sit in silence and, you know, I'll let you do your thing. I'm like that too and that has to do of course with childhood um, where I also didn't grow up with like very affectionate parents so yeah that's where it comes for comes with but it it, I don't know it's tricky because it depends how like what the situation is Um, because I do notice because I'm the type like I shut down like, I don't like to be really bothered when I'm crying. Um, I like to cry in a corner yeah. and then come back and regroup. Like, I like to cry in the corner, regroup, and then come back, and I'm good. Like, that's just how I deal with things. Right. Like, I'm not the type to be like, I need a shoulder. to Like, you know, like, I'm just like, don't, no one touch me. Don't no one look at me. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to go to the corner, right. and I'll let you know when I'm good, you know? Um, so... I think that just also like became my thing to where I'm just like, I had like, I would start thinking like, oh, since I like to be handled like that, that's how I'm going to treat other people. Like let them, you know, whatever. And then I'll, whenever they feel ready to come back, you know, or like talk about it, we'll talk about it. But yeah, but I did learn more or less um, how to be there. Like when people are in those really situations and sometimes it's not like, I wouldn't say for you, like, don't, um, don't think of me as the first person to call. Cause I feel like even for people like just being there is enough, you know, like, even if it's silence, like at least for me, I'm, I'll speak for me then. Um, even if someone, if, if I'm crying my eyes out and you just there like sitting in silence, like I will be fine because I just like, you know, at least you're here. Right. I would look at it in that way too. Um, but I understand like there are some people who do really need like words and that affection. And it's true. Like for me, like it's hard sometimes because I I feel so bad that I just get overwhelmed and I'm just like, I don't know what else to like nothing. I feel like sometimes what I say or do is not gonna help anyway. So be here and then I'll wait till you settled and then I'll be that one to like try to make you laugh or like you know, we could get something to eat. That's also, like, my thing. Like, we'll eat. Like, I'll get you any dessert you want. Like, a, I'm a comfort, like, food um, yeah, I'm a, eater. Yeah, I'm like, you just got to, you just, like, in predicaments like that, you just got to let me know. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is tell, tell me what you need. Right. Um, regards, if you are unsure, I for damn sure I'm going to be unsure as well. Because... And the reason why I say that I normally have inappropriate responses in those moments is because I'm like, I'm very, the way that I deal with things is very unconventional. Like I, like when I'm going through like crazy things or like really serious things within my family, I'm not even crying. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or, like, I'm not even like really going through it. I'm kind of just like moving about life also. So it's, it's, um, I know what I see on TV Mm -hmm. when friends deal with other friends when they're in that situation and it's kind of like your world is supposed to stop as well and like blah, blah, blah. But I know that that's not like 
my organic response. My organic response is not for my world to stop with you. My organic response is to help you continue your world. But I also understand that people need, I mean, you know, people need periods of mourning and like people just need a pause sometimes. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So, it can take a toll on you. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but yeah, I just hope that my hope is just that, you know, everybody gets on that wave where it's like, if you need something, yeah. communicate it. Like, you know, like, tell your friend. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Ooh, love that. And that brings us to the end of our episode. Yes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Cute, yeah. short, and sweet one. You can find us at the New York Dose everywhere. Uh, you can find me at DJSJ614 on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, and you can find me at Adeloso09 on Instagram and at Adeloso on the Snap and Twitter. Special promotion for this episode, I will just say go to the New York Dose YouTube and look for the 614 Things playlist and just start to check out some of those vlogs that are up there and also the anime reviews are in there as well. And we will be getting more visual content to you out in the near future. Also, if you haven't yet, check out the interview that I did with Paul G, wonderful, yeah. upstanding fella, um, super dope interview. Spotlight. Hello. Um, this episode was produced by the board of the New York Dose and hosted by the Carbon Dioxide Network. Our audio engineer and editor is me. Um, and photos were... Uh, You're going to take some photos now. Yes. They were <laughs> screenshotted by Adeloso. Um, shout out to the rest of the team over all around the place. Uh, G- <laughs> Teak, Jilu, David, Kwame, Lenny, Samia, Janil, and Henny Elise. Yeah. And don't, forget, don't, and don't ever forget to stay dope. Stay dope. Stay New York. It's the New York dose, baby. Get with it or get lost. <laughs> Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I know they said something about some beef that we had. This shit is uh, dumb good. You mad tight, yo. Hey, yo, that ass be? Better life. Yo, that shit is whack. This shit about to be lit. Nah, you farting, my nigga. Look at me again and you gonna catch these hands. You big man or little man? You would have thought you was getting that money back. That's Mad OD. I'm not pussy. Fuck out of here. Out of here, my nigga. Like, what? Better like the fuck, miss, miss, like, hey yo, Bob, but like, DK.